Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. The pandemic derailed our lives in ways we'd never imagined. We can choose to remain stuck in this situation or we can harness our strengths and get back on track. In her inspirational new book, Love Your Story, Let God Define Your Story to Be the Champion You Were Meant to Be, best-selling author Linda Olson gives readers the tools they need to rise above fears, overcome obstacles, and embrace the champions they were called to be. Today on Connections, Linda will share with us her own story and how she managed to get past a tragedy that happened in her life and define her story. We're going to hear all of that and about her new book coming up today. We're joined today by Linda Olson. She's an international best-selling author. She is also a story empowerment coach. Let's start right there. What is a story empowerment coach? Well, a story empowerment coach, to for me, is about helping people find, create, and tell their story. Most people don't... Um, uh, don't even think they have a story, much less one that can transform lives. And so I come alongside them and help them discover their story and show them the power in their story. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you landed up doing this and going down that road. Well, that really goes back to my own story. At 14 years of age, through a tractor accident, my precious two-year-old brother was killed. I was the one driving the tractor. And as you can imagine, that was a long journey to healing. But when I got there, when I came to complete healing many, many years later, uh, something changed for me. And suddenly the idea of story uh, just became alive to me. And I thought, if story is so important, why aren't we all telling our stories every day? And as I looked around and did some research, I discovered the number one reason is that most people don't think they have a story. Secondly, if they could come up with something, they don't think others really would be interested in hearing their story. And thirdly, if they could come up with something, they have they would have no idea how to put it together. And somehow I knew in my heart right then, that was my new calling, to help people find, create, and share their stories. I know I read that your mission is to impact a million people a year through story. How are you doing that? Well, that's uh, that's been an interesting journey as that, um, that mission was um, God gave that to me five and a half years ago. And I didn't have a clue um, how that was going to happen. I began with doing uh, twice a year, I do a story retreat, a two day retreat to help people find the foundation of story. Then I started different workshops and seminars. And now this year, particularly, because I haven't been able to go to live speaking engagements. I've done tons of podcasts, um, television, radio, and um, have had some incredible opportunities. For example, just a week ago Friday, interviewed on a a show called The um, Purpose of Prayer, and they have over 60 million viewers. Uh, Another example would be, I actually have a friend who is a television 
host and producer and their studio is still closed because of COVID. She's up in Northern California. I'm in Southern California. She, they bought extra cameras, hired a TV man, came down with her assistant, her, her TV guy and set up studio right here at my place and had six fabulous shows that live stream uh, to 161 countries. So those are just two examples of just some uh, wonderful doors that God has been opening. What amazes me, I'm just looking at the numbers that you just gave me. If you could just from that one show get all of those uh, viewers interested, you'd be set for 60 years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Another really awesome thing about you is, yes, you live in California, but you are actually, you were born in Canada. Absolutely. Manitoba, that is my, my home. My family still all live there. And uh, I have maintained my Canadian citizenship and much of my heart is still there. What brought you down to California? Well, I initially moved to to British Columbia and then I was working at uh, Trinity Western University as Dean of Women. Uh, And this is quite a number of years ago, uh, way back in the 70s. And it was the one day when my boss sat me down and said, you know, if you want to stay in the counseling field, you need to get at least a master's in counseling. And so at that point, as I looked at a number of different um, colleges would offer what I needed, there was only one school that, um, that really caught my heart, and that was in Southern California. So I came down, took a two-year leave of absence, came down, went to school, actually got a double master's, one in marriage and family counseling, the other in Christian education. And uh, just prior to moving back, met the man who is my husband. And so we did come to Manitoba and got married, um, but have lived in California ever since. Who wouldn't want to live in California, um, you know, seeing as the Manitoba winters are not exactly, uh, they're beautiful, but they're, they're rather uh, chilly. They're hard. <laughs> <laughs> and they are. <laughs> um, going back to you and your writing, um, your book, Love Your Story, Like God Define Your Story, to be the champion you were meant to be. Tell us why you decided to put that book together. You know, as I walk through my journey, and even after coming to complete healing and look back to see what God really had done in my life, huge things. It it truly was miraculous that I am where I am today, considering where I started out. And I realized that one of the major keys for me to come to complete healing was to finally come to a place to take full responsibility and own my story. And as I did that, I knew that was a key. Uh, a big part of loving your story is owning your story because I don't think I could really begin loving my story if I hadn't fully owned my story. And I realized that there are many people with so much heartache in our broken world today. There are many people that don't get to that place. And I thought, wow, if I can empower someone to to get to that place where they can own their story and begin loving it, 
um, I knew that would make all the difference. And that's what I wanted to do. For someone who may be listening, thinking, yeah, uh, no, I can't do that. What would you say to them? You know, maybe on your own, you may not feel like you can. And I don't believe, I, I know I couldn't have done it on my own either. But with God's help, all things are possible. And um, I, I would encourage you to just reach out and ask him to help you um, take whatever steps you need to take to be able to own it. Because he is there and wants healing for you even more than you want it. Who are you hoping to reach the most with this book? You know, for me, it's really about reaching the people that want to uh, believe they have a story. Well, I should say not even those that believe they have a story. Some may not even be sure they have a story. But the ones whose hearts are open to receive, to learn, to grow, and want to impact other people, those are the hearts I'd want to reach. Now, this isn't the first book that you've put together. Tell us a little bit about some of your stuff from the past. Well, <clears throat> um, the first one, Your Story Matters, is really helping people, uh, helping someone be able to find clarity and and know how to put a simple story together. It, it's a very practical book. And then I wrote Transform Your Story, Letting Go of the Past When It Won't Let Go of You. And that is my story, which is actually a 45-year journey to complete healing. And knew that that could not happen without self-forgiveness. And then... Um, yes. And then my uh, love the story, let God define your story to be the champion you were meant to be. What's interesting is what you just said. It took you fi 45 years to completely heal from that incident. Yes. When I talked to you yeah. er earlier in the interview, I'm listening. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, case she healed maybe a 10 to 15 year journey. 45 years. That's unbelievable. 45 years. And, you know, in saying that, um, it took 15 years before I came to that place of truly forgiving myself. And that was a huge load that was lifted. And the thing is, looking back on my life, I really had a very fulfilled life and had incredible uh, career opportunities, for example. And uh, I've now been married 38 years, and we have two wonderful daughters who are married and five adorable grandchildren. I've lived a very fulfilled life. And it wasn't like I went through sadness or grief all the time. It would just be all of a sudden something would strike me, maybe something I read or I heard or I spoke to someone um, that would, would just just hit me um, where I was at. And it was at that time that I would just have, sometimes I would be in tears. Sometimes I um, would just need to talk with someone and process this whole thing. But it was, it was dealing whatever came up at that point. And, um, and as I did, God would give me the courage to just take that step and go on to the next step. And then 
everything would go along like it was fine until the next incident would come up. And then God brought me, when God brought me to complete healing, it truly was miraculous. And um, um, I, I, I was just in awe, in awe what God has done. Do you ever plan to stop what you're doing with helping people to find their stories? Or do you, is this something that you just feel is your calling and you will do this till the end? You know, at this point, I have to say, I do believe it is my calling and I will do it to the end. I mean, God may may shift, um, you know, the calling. For example, this year, as he clearly brought me to the place and showed me with all the people I've had opportunity to reach through podcasts, radio and television, that uh, now there was, there is, I'm in the process of this major shift. And that was, um, he had me impact a million, more than millions of people with my story. But now this shift is about helping others impact millions. And, you know, you always have to take that path uh, first by yourself. And as I did, now he showed me it's about really helping others impact people. So by you helping them, you're hoping that they'll, in the end, help others. Absolutely. So it's that, you know, that ripple effect. Yes, definitely. For those who want to learn more about you or want to pick up your book, how can they go about doing that? Well, the best way would be um, probably through my website, which is wealththroughstories.com. And um, the my books are all on Amazon. So that would be a great way to pick up the books. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. Oh, you're more than welcome. My pleasure. And thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, Connections airs twice a day, once in the morning as well as once in the evening. If you want to listen to the podcast version, you could do that by visiting podcastavail.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. We'll talk to you again on Connections.